Welcome to the Success IQ podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 107. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. I truly hope you are having a fantastic week. So welcome. This is episode 107. This is one of the new formats for 2019, the Q&A session. This is where you get an opportunity to ask me questions that is on your mind about performance, resilience, mindset, journaling, all of those cool things that I am extremely passionate about. And also, if you have any questions, all you need to do is email me at podcast at jeffnicholson.uk and you can ask those questions. Or what you can then do is join in the interaction, join in the activity on the Facebook group. Just look for Success IQ Alliance. So let's dive straight in. It's not going to be as long as the um, as the normal episodes, but it is a way to answer your questions to make sure that you can get out there and create and live the exceptional life. So let's dive into the first question, which is from Maria in Florida. Maria is saying, I find it difficult to stay focused on my goals to do, do sorry, do you have any suggestions to help me overcome this? So this is a really common one, especially this time of year, because generally what happens, they've come out of Christmas. There's a couple of big things that are highlighted up. It's either they've eaten too much, they've drunk too much, they feel unfit and sluggish. They've spent a lot of money. Um, you know, they're just looking at the beginning of the year to go, okay, this is where the change happens. Now, unfortunately, the statistics really are that about 95 plus percent of people will fail. And I think it's a staggering 46% of people will give up before the end of January. So there's a couple of things that we need to look at. Quite often when I speak to people about New Year's resolutions um, is they write a massive list. I mean, I used to do it before I started to get into this. I used to have an A4 piece of paper saying this is what I'm going to do and this is what I want. Um, and the first thing is, is we have to cull that down. Because what often happens is we get into a huge amount of overwhelm simply because there is so much that we want to achieve. And personally, what I think it's better to do is it's to cut down and go, okay, what are three or maximum five really important goals that I want to achieve this year? Now, I use the acronym HIT. Um, it's something that I teach, Health Income Tribe. That's important because it can cover a huge amount of things. But what we have to do is we have to break that down before that. So number one, make sure you're not getting overwhelmed with the amount of goals that you've got written. The other thing is, is probably one of the best ways to get the clarity in your head. Um, and the most common one, if you've never done this sort of thing before, um, because you haven't stated that in your email, Marie, whether you are, Maria, sorry, if you have done um, the goals or uh, and set them on a regular basis. But is the SMART model specific, measurable, achievable? Um, I don't like the word realistic, um, but that's what um, that could stand for, um, and also time-specific. So if you follow that acronym, you are actually able to get those goals out better. But there's more important steps than just that. So ideally, of course, you've got to give yourself a target when you want to get those done, those goals achieved. You've also got to make sure that um, 
when you are looking at them, it is achievable, it fits, it's not something that's outside the scope for the set, the duration of time you've set. You want to make sure they're measurable. So whether you come back in six months or 12 months or, or whatever it is to your accountability groups and go, okay, this is what I said I was going to achieve, we can say, have you done it yet? So it has to be measurable and it's got to be specific. What exactly are you wanting to, to get there? That is about getting you the clarity. The other thing is, is what you also need to make sure, at least the, the thing that I look at it is, is you need to also identify some other stuff. Number one, is it important enough to you? So are you setting this goal because everyone else is? Or are you setting this goal because it's really important to you? Um, is it an expectation that people are putting on you and you just feel that you're forced to do that? That goal is unlikely to succeed because you have not got the, if you want the fuel or the juice to push through the challenges because you're not doing it for you. So look at your goals and make sure that you are actually doing it because you want to do it. And also look at it and think about the emotion behind it. What is it going to give you when you succeed? Because obviously with these sort of goals, if it's lose weight or if it's get fit or whatever, there is a, there is a pain barrier that you will constantly have to go through at some point in your progress to smash through that and go to that next level. You know, the, the comfort zone from, you know, people who want to lose weight, generally what happens on New, on New Year's resolution time is they hit the gym every single day. They all of a sudden turn into rabbits and, you know, they, they just completely change everything they are doing. Now, some people can do that and that's fine, but the majority of people get too overwhelmed. It's too much of a change and they get really stuck. So what you need to do is there needs to be some emotion behind it that drives you. So when you are looking at yourself and going, I really can't be bothered to do that today, there's a higher level of emotion pushing you through and going, yes, but what is the worth? What is the benefit of me losing my weight or being fitter or um, writing a book or increasing my sales or whatever your goals are and targets are for 2019? It's making sure that you have got those um, that emotional bite behind it because that, that passion and that purpose of why you want to achieve that, especially the purpose and the reason why, um, that is the fuel that is going to push you through when it gets tough. And it, it will get tough. That's Unfortunately, that's just the way life is with these sort of goals. Um, there is something that's going to challenge you um, and your mindset as you're progressing through. It might not be short term. It might be further down the line. But there will be something that is going to challenge that. The other thing is, is one of the things that I feel a lot of people don't do um, that I think is important is identify where the um, areas are or who the people are going to be that are going to stop you from achieving that. Because if you start to address where the obstacles and the challenges are going to be, then you can start putting in place systems and strategies to counteract that. So, for example, there might be people who you may know um, who may say things that are going to affect your momentum. Now, part of that is, is you're allowing them to affect your momentum, but that's a, a different conversation. But the other thing is, is what you're doing is, is you've got to highlight stuff. So if you're wanting to lose weight, let's say it is a matter and it's easier if you live alone. It's a bit more challenging if you've got people in the house with you. 
um, at least it can be, is you need to go in the fridge and you need to get rid of everything that is going to tease you or suggest that you, you know, it's only a little bit of chocolate. You know, maybe do something where it's boxed up for the kids with all the snacks in, but you can see every, you know, you've got everything on your shelf and that's what you're going to be um, consuming. Or maybe it is you are trying to mentally prepare yourself with people who, let's say, just are a little bit sarcastic. Let's say you've made this goal um, a few times over the years and someone's going to make a comment like, oh, they're doing this again or oh, Maria's going to say that she's going to lose weight this year. Um, if that happens, what you've got to do is you've got to improve that um, resilience on how to deal with that negative thing and use it to a fuel to go, do you know what, this year I'm going to absolutely show them that it, I can do it. Um, identify your obstacles and then set strategies that are going to um, amend that and fix that and push through that. A couple of other things. Another thing is, Part of it is about taking responsibility. The big one, and unfortunately, the um, the most obvious one that isn't always the nice one to hear is you've got to get off your ass and get yourself accountable. You've got to take responsibility, Maria. Unfortunately, you know only you can change your your life by achieving these goals. No one else can. You can get support, which is another key thing. Accountability. One of the things a lot of people do is they use goals and they hide them from other people. You should be proud of the goals that you're setting and therefore tell people what you're wanting to achieve and what goals are because they will hold you accountable. We are happy at letting ourselves down, but for some reason we hate let letting other people down. So set an accountability group. Get a group of people who are also wanting to achieve the same goals and support each other in moving forward. It's one of the most powerful um, assistant tools to be able to do that and achieving your goals. So for me, that's a really um, important aspect. And another one is set reward points. So set points where if you have reached a certain um, fitness goal, you've got a, a, a little gift that you're going to give yourself or there's going to be a little treat or a little experience um, that it, that is going to celebrate that. It might be, um, you know, there's a lot of things like um, certain slimming clubs and stuff. They have awards that you get for going, hey, you've reached this target or, you know, there may be there's a lot of apps out there that use gamification that give you awards and medals and stuff um, that go, OK, this is what you've done. But as you progress and it gets more challenging, um, what you may find is is giving yourself a little thing. So it might be to go out and buy yourself a new set of trainers if you're um, reaching a fitness goal or, you know, you're able to take yourself um, for a nice healthy meal um, with your partner or your family or something like that. Or when you really reach that big goal, when you achieve what you want to do, maybe you can treat yourself for a, a night away somewhere or, um, you know, some other sort of experience. Experiences are memorable. There's something, you know, when you get a physical thing, it's it's short term. Um, you know, you, you very quickly kind of like forget the lovely feeling it felt when you got that. But if it's an experience, if it's something that, you know, like a trip away or, um, you know, a, a, some, something that you've done with your family, you will remember that for the rest of your life. And it will stand for, I remember doing this because. Um, so that, I think, is a really important thing. Um, so make sure that you're, you've, got, you've got clarity on what your goals are, you know, 
use the smart model. I'm, I'm a, I've mixed about the smart model, but I do acknowledge that it's an easy way to get the stuff out your head onto a piece of paper, and then you can put the um, the goals in your calendar and those sort of things. Make sure that you've identified the challenges, so list them out, and then think about how can you fix that. What strategies can you use to deal with those negative people or those challenging times or the fact that um, when you go away on um, one of the big ones for a lot of business um, owners that I work with is trying to eat healthy when they've got such a hectic um, schedule. And most of the time we go, okay, it's out of my realm, but I do know that if you want to eat healthy, if you give yourself time and you arrange that, then you can sort that out. Whether you hire a nutritionist and they can give you a meal plan or whatever it is, there is, there are ways. We can make excuses and say they're not ways, but there are ways to manage that more effectively. List the emotion behind it. Why are you wanting to achieve these goals? What is it that you're wanting to do? Because that is the fuel. That is the thing that's going to take you forward. Get an accountability group. Tell people that this is what you want to achieve in order to help you maintain that momentum and that accountability. Meet regularly, support each other, um, you know, it's ultimately it's the basis of a mastermind group um, for a lot of people I work with. But if it's not that thing that you're looking for, then join specific clubs or groups or create one that are going to help you and hold you accountable. So you can go and run together. So you can go and weigh in together. You know, whatever it is, it's it's about that support. And the um, the last one is is also it's making sure that you've got rewards on the way. You know, some of your targets may take a long time to achieve. So this is the beginning of 2019. If your goal is not going to be reached until November, that's a long time. So you've got to make sure you've got things to constantly keep your momentum up um, and some sort of trackability. So, um, Maria, I hope that helps. Um, I hope that allows you to give you that um, way of doing things. Okay, so... What is the next question? Okay, Charles from the UK. Um, I'm really interested in starting a journal this year, but I am overwhelmed by choice. And how do I choose one? Okay, great question. And welcome to the journaling fold. Of course, Charles. Okay, so here's an example. Um, I go through journals all the time. Um, I'm a huge advocate of journals. I've just recently done an episode on journaling. Um, and as I said in um, episode 106, I'm getting asked a lot to speak about the journaling process. So as an example, these are just some of the ones that I have been researching and looking at. Um, there are there are tons, and they are getting more and more popular. And I think when you're looking at it, Charles, what you've got to decide is a couple of things. Is are you wanting a journal, or are you wanting a journal stroke planner that is allowing you just to carry one thing with you all the way? So for example... Um, a normal and and then there's two sides to journaling. There's what I call structured journaling, which is basically um, they set questions out for you. Um, once the questions are out, you simply answer them and then move on. Then there's free free writing to an extent, um, and what that is is basically a blank piece of paper and you journal away. For me personally, I think when you're starting journaling or looking into journaling, the best ones to do are the structured ones because it gives you a um, it gives you a map. It gives you something to hold on to, 
to answer specific questions, that structure that allows you to build that journaling momentum on. And then once you've got comfortable with it, it is then, okay, I, I know exactly what I want to do. They're also what you want to look at is do you want to do digital or do you want to do the old fashioned way, which is a, a piece of a document, a book, um, something that's sort of physical. Um, there's a couple of different things for that. So let's take it one step at a time. Number one, picking the right journal. Again, this is a very personal thing. Um, if you are going down the structured route, which is something that I would advise you do if it is something that you're really interested in, you then just have to make the decision on whether you want to do journaling and a planner or just the journal. So, for example, um, this is just the planner, um, which is not the journal. So this would be something like the Momentum Planner, um, which is what I'm sort of experimenting with this year. Um, but what you want to do is structured is you've got something like this one, which is called Best Self. Um, I love this, highly recommend it to people if they're wanting that mix between answering journaling questions um, and sort of self-growth and those sort of things within a planner um, process as well. So um, I highly recommend the Best Self Journal if you want the, um, the both of those ones. If you are looking for just journaling and just getting into a journaling um, structure, for me, the, the most simplest one is the five-minute journal. It is absolutely brilliant. I've used, I used this for a long, long time before sort of getting into it. Now, these have an online version as well. Um, now, some people prefer the online version, uh, Charles, for one very simple reason. It allows you to use photographs to um, remind you or celebrate the day. I've got a, a couple of friends who never really did journaling and they started to do the five-minute journal. And one thing they specifically love is the fact that they can take a photograph and look through photos of how their day is done. So, um, for example, I've got the five-minute journal on my um, phone. And if we do it properly, so what it will come out like is that. They're things that I've just collected and taken photographs of the day. Now, images have a great way of triggering memories. Um, they're more powerful, those sort of things. And it, it is an instantaneous thing where if you're reading, you've got to build up that image in your head. Sometimes just a word can trigger, but there's a visual benefit to that. However, Charles, you may find that actually the writing process is more cathartic. And that's where you may find actually writing something in a book it's really really simple to get into it it asks you sort of three questions what am i grateful for and then what's gonna what would make today great and then in the evening it's three amazing things that have happened today and how could i have made the day even better i think they're crucial questions that everyone should be asking themselves every day by having a journal like this you are collecting that data that allows you to do that so i i Personally, if you're starting out and you're wondering which ones to choose, I'm not an affiliate um, or, uh, you know, they're not bribing me or anything like that. Um, the five minute journal is probably the one um, to start off with. Um, for those of you who are listening who perhaps have done the five minute journal and are looking at different ways, um, but you don't want to plan it. There's, there's, there's many different ways. I mean, um, Michael Hyatt's got one. John Dumas has got one. And then if you just go to the journaling section in bookshops or via Amazon, there are a ton. Um, 
and really what it is about. I mean, th there's another one that's normally, it, well, is very, very good, um, and they're called Daily Greatness. They do all sorts from yoga planning, fitness planner, uh, journaling. Um, this is a business planner, but I've also got um, the success planner as well. Um, you know, there's so many different ones out, and I think key thing is is ask the question that you want to ask. Is it just about getting into the journaling process? Charles, if that's the case, I would go with a five-minute journal every time. If you are looking for incorporating the planner, um, then what you want is, is something that you are able to schedule your stuff on. So, for example, um, if we look at the daily um, – sorry, not the daily grade. This is the best self. Um, what that allows us to do is that has – pick a page so that has um which maybe you can see so that has where you can put your right put your days and stuff in there all your timings it's got a little section for notes it's got the gratitude in it's got your goals what your targets are what you learn what your wins and what you're grateful for at night it's got everything you need and it's asking most of the questions that the five minute journal is but it's incorporating the calendar which can be really important for, for entrepreneurs if you're running your own business because you don't want to carry sort of loads of little books around with you um, as you go. So it, it very much is a, is a personal thing on what you want to choose. But hopefully, and they'll be in the show notes as well on the, um, on the website for under episode 107, um, they are the sort of the things that um, I would look for. Now, interestingly enough, Charles, one of the things I'm doing this year um, – because um, I've read it, but I've read the book, but I never did the journal, is I'm going through that um, at the minute, the da Daily Stoic Journal. Really, really interesting, loving it. Now, this is structured, but not structured in the same way as, um, as the five-minute journal. What this does is, is this goes through specific um, philosophies of Stoicism and asks questions. For me, it's about helping me um, my mindset, my resilience about how do I look at life. Um, and this is a really, really good um, thing. It goes through the dichotomy of control, sphere of choice, all of those sort of things. It are specific questions. The thing I do not like about this book is that it is specifically dated. So rather than them having it open and going, okay, day one to day 365, um, although they've got 366 in case you buy it on a leap year, forward thinking absolutely um they actually have the dates um i have a terrible thing um on <laughs> with an ocd trait um this really got me on my own luckily um i wanted to start at the beginning of this year but the again thing that i just do um you can cross it out and just put day one and so on but i don't know why they did it like that but that's the daily stoic by ryan holiday fascinating so far and i'm only sort of what day is it today 11 i'm only 11 days in and i'm really loving the whole process so charles hopefully that has helped you let me know make sure some comments below um also you know jump in one of the things that i want to talk about as well is um if you want to get involved in the conversation about this episode or any of the other stuff what i mentioned is in episode 106 was that i was moving um i was allowing Anyone who wanted to join in some conversation, some interaction to um, the Success IQ Alliance group, that's the um, membership community. Um, you don't get access to the membership content, but you do get access to the, 
to the conversations about different things. And one of the things we'll be talking about and opening up is about journaling and those sort of things and about some of the questions that have been asked on today's show um, to help you sort of get into that conversation, share with the challenges that you have, um, the obstacles that get in the way, those sort of things. I'd love to find out more um, and uh, help you a little bit more if I can um, through the community page as well. So all you need to do is the link is below. Um, just go to that link and um, and the search for that group, sorry, and um, it's a closed group, so I'll give you access, and then you can get started. Some great people already on, um, some part of the piloteers of the um, Alliance membership group as well. So anyway, so let's go to the final question of the day, which is Sean from Canada. I think I know this, Sean. Um, hi, mate. Hope you're well. Um, okay, so interesting one. Which is the best tax task management tool to use, as there are so many to choose from? There's a theme going on here. It's that overwhelm, isn't it? Because there are so many different choices and technology is moving so quick um, that there is there is always going to be so many different things to do. And this is one of the thing for me about Success IQ is it's not that everything that um, it's about finding the right process for you. There's loads of different processes that I teach. And, and what it is, is that it's the, re the reason why I do so many is not because um, I think there's one specific one that rocks. I think one thing that I've learned through this is, is that there are so many great things. There's ones that I use and that I, um, I find really useful. And I will share them with my clients. And I'll share with you guys anything that I find extremely useful. But what's also important is just finding your own way. Because quite often you'll get a specific system or strategy and people are frightened to change it. Now, personally, I think tweaking is the best thing because it's about you're unique. You know, let every single one of you who's listening to this or is watching this is unique. You are a very special individual and therefore your approaches that are required may be unique to you as well. So never be afraid to slightly, you need a structure, you need a core base, a foundation to work on, but you should never be afraid to tweak them slightly in order to fit the way that you go. Now, when we start talking about, you know, for example, the journaling question that Charles has just asked, or this one now, which is the, um, from Sean from Canada about the task management. Um, the first one is, is there's two episodes that really stick out for me on the show. Um, uh, episode 47, Teresa McCloy, and also 39 is Kareem Boucher. Now, they talk about the productivity, and this has come up time and time again. You know, there's Asana, there's Meister Task, there's, um, what, what, are, what are the other ones? There's Meister Task, there's Trello, there's um, just the wonder list. There's all sorts of different choices. And I think the reality of it is, Sean, you've got to think about what features are you looking for? What features are critical to you? For example, um, I jumped to Asana, which everyone was saying, you know, if you want a task management, you've got to use Asana. It's absolutely brilliant. And one of the things I love about Asana is I love the um, the the list and the fact that I can communicate and I can change it from list to, um, I think it's called Caban, I think it is, which is the columns like Trello. Um, but there were certain things that I couldn't do, 
which I could do. So, for example, my daily, daily tasks, I want a list. I just want to know what I need to do so I can work through, communicate with the team, and that's it. If it's a project, I would prefer to use um, the Kaban. Now, apologies if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but it's the columns. Um, I like that because I can move it through different sections. What I love about Trello was Trello allows me to connect to the, the, the main platforms I use all the time, very, very easily, without really any additional cost. So um, Evernote, obviously the Dropboxes, those sort of things, but it has really cool other little features that allows me to do that, but Asana doesn't. The downside with Trello is Trello doesn't give me a list. So I had to kind of like look which is the most important. So I actually use two soft two programs i use wonderlist because it's just a list really simple and it works for me all the time and then for my projects and my editorial calendars and all of that stuff i use trello that fits with me and i think that is the really important thing is is when you are looking at these sort of programs you just find um the other one to use um nosby um or nosby or however it's pronounced um People tend to create these programs that you're not, they've got so many different ways you can pronounce them, Asana, Asana, whatever it is, but you've got all of these. So I think what you need to do, Sean, is, is when you're looking at it, is you have to take a moment and go, okay, what are the key features? Is it for communicating with teams or is it for yourself? Does it need to link to anything? Now with Zapier and stuff, you can you can link most things up, but does it need to link anything? Do you want it only on uh, to access on your computer, or do you want to have it on mobile devices on your phone wherever you're going? Um, you know, so look at those sort of things. Ultimately, then, which Teresa McCloy basically said, and I think she used Asana um, when we spoke. Um, it's pick one and stick with it. And you've got to stick with it for a reasonable amount of time because you're going to go through the uncomfortable zone. The uncomfortable zone is when you're going through it and you're going, I really hate this because you're getting used to it. You're realizing how rubbish you are at using it. It's just something that isn't interacting with you the way it should. You have to go through that in order to see if it's actually working. Now, what I would generally suggest is, is using a task manager system personally for a minimum of, of a month and see how it fits. If you immediately get, no, this is just not working for me, bin it and move on to the next one. But but make sure that you are um, utilizing the um, the, right, the right one for you. There's another one I can't, I'll put in the show notes. Um, my good friend, uh, Drop Task is another one, um, which actually creates almost like bubbles and mind maps. Um, some people who are very visual prefer that. Some people who are maybe maybe more analytical would prefer something like Asana or Nosby or something like that. So, Sean, take your time, write down five key features that you're really looking for. Um, and then from that, you may be able to find, or chances are you will be able to find that you can cull a lot of the other ones. Ultimately, most of them do exactly the same thing. I mean, the um, Nosby and Asana and Meistertask um they all have the list, um, and I th think they also have the um, Caban or Caban or whatever it is. Again, forgive me. Um, they all have that. Um, so just have a look. at Some look nicer than others. Again, if it's a visual thing, okay, there's a decision. If it has to be visual, there you are. 
Um, so look at those ones. They all do the same thing. So why all of a sudden? A lot of it is because you just want something to work straight away and you're not allowing yourself to get past that uncomfortable zone um, to start doing it. So use that, do it that way. Um, and that is probably the best suggestion I can give. Again, join in the conversation. Let me know what task management system you use and why. Why is that the one we should be using? Why is that the go-to place? Um, you should never be afraid of experimenting, but when you have a team and you're using task management, it's a bigger shift. If it's just you, there's not so much of an issue. But if all of a sudden you're getting, um, you've got teams on board and everything else, that becomes a bigger challenge. Um, that might be where you decide that you don't use that um, interaction with the team within the uh, task management and where perhaps you will go to something like Slack or something like that. Again, these are features that you need to look at personally, um, look at and have tailored for you that you know, okay, these five things I need, I'm not bothered about the other things, and you keep them going. So, um, so yes, guys, so thank you very much for joining me on this um, Q&A episode 107. Um, I just want to take this time to remind you to jump over to the group join in the conversation um it's a big thing that i'm focusing on this year about building that community up i really want to help you create and live that exceptional life in 2019 so take care have an amazing friday a fantastic weekend and i'll speak to you next wednesday take care So firstly, just let me say a massive thank you to all of you who've taken the time to listen to the show. And for those of you who are sending me emails to give me feedback about the show, what you like, what you'd like to see, I am extremely grateful to you all. I would be really grateful as well if you have time and the inclination to jump over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the show as it really does help me stay on my mission, which is to help people create and live an exceptional life. Finally, you can get hold of these podcast show on many different platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, all of those ones that you probably listen to regularly. Um, all you need to do is hit subscribe and get them straight to your phone, which makes life so much easier. So just finally wishing you an amazing week. Take care and don't forget to keep pursuing the exceptional.